0: All right, folks. Well, welcome to Investing for Beginners podcast. I'm Dave Ahern and I have Andrew Sather with me as always. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about financial independence. We have some great ideas to talk a little bit about that. And without any further ado, I'm going to have Andrew go ahead and start us off.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the tagline is your path to financial freedom. And I think it's important that we kind of explain what that is. And obviously our podcast is really focused on beginners, so it's it's like a good starting point for if you can understand exactly the kinds of things financial freedom can give you, then number one, you can have the motivation to want to continue and to really put in the work of establishing that base when it comes to the knowledge of how to invest and establishing patience and establishing the wisdom from other successful investors that we've seen. And, taking that responsibility upon ourselves rather than letting some professional manage the money for us. So if you can really understand what financial freedom is, then it can help push you along, along the path to becoming a better investor and really honing in your skills and maybe even finding a passion for it like Dave and I have. So my idea of financial freedom and what's generally accepted around you want to call it the financial community, is this idea that you save enough money where you can live off of the income from your investments without having your investments shrink. So Dave and I really like to talk about dividend stocks. Well, maybe I'm speaking for Dave when I shouldn't. I really like to talk about dividend stocks. And a big reason behind that is that I am trying to find stocks that grow their dividends over time because it's a big piece of my goal of financial freedom. So imagine you have, and I'm just gonna throw out easy numbers because they're easy. It's not necessarily gonna be a relevant example, but let's say you have like a million dollars nest egg and you have a million dollars of stocks, bonds, whatever it may be, that's that's your that's your pile of cash, right? So if you have financial freedom That would mean that the million dollars, whatever dividends or whatever bond interest that's coming through from basically the income from your investments, whatever that is, is able to fund your current lifestyle. So I've talked about this before in a blog post, and I apologize. I can't remember exactly which series or guide I mentioned this in, but you can go to the Investing for Beginners website, and I have a Getting Started for Beginners link up at the top. And from there, one of those posts should show you uh, some of the really, really basic beginner stuff when it comes to finances and investing. And what I talk about is this thing called the 25X rule. So basically, you take whatever your income is now or whatever income you're comfortable with. And if you multiply it by 25 times, then that's the number that your pile of cash needs to become in order to be able to do exactly what we're talking about with financial freedom and being able to live off your investments without drawing from them. So the reason why it's a 25 X is because it's the inverse of 4%. So basically this idea that finding 4% yield on average for somebody who's later on in their life, not taking that much risk, you know, depends on the market conditions, obviously, but it's a nice round number and it's a good goal to aspire for. So basically at a 25 X, you would only need 4% yield per year from dividend stocks or bonds or whatever your investment is. And that's going to give you the expense number that you need, and it's going to support you. And you're going to be able to Do whatever you please with your life. You will not be chained down to a cubicle. You will not have to listen to a boss. You will not have to slave away nine to five and take that commute that you hate. And basically just pursue whatever interests and hobbies and vacations, traveling, whatever you want to do and not have to worry about money. And that's what financial freedom is. And that's one great way to set a goal to how you can achieve it. So the now I, I talk about the whole dividend stocks thing. And the reason why I really like the dividend growth stocks is because let's say we have a portfolio and obviously not going to be able to find a winner with every stock. So it's not going to be, we're not going to have this perfect portfolio that always does this, but we strive for something that closely resembles this. And obviously The more you can get above that 25X rule, the better, you know, the less that your investments have to perform well in order to continue this sort of financial freedom. Or, you know, you could hit a stock or two that really gives you this surplus of cash flow. And now suddenly you don't have to save as much and you can get below the 25X rule. Regardless, either way, when you have a dividend growing stock, what you will have is you'll have this nest egg. Let's say you have it in 20 stocks. We have that $1 million example again, where you're going to be getting a dividend payment. But when these dividend paying companies grow their dividend, which are the companies that I always look for, the dividend fortresses that I talk about in the e leather, now not only are you living off of your income, living off of your nest egg and your pile of cash, but that income is growing because these stocks are growing their dividends. So not only are you keeping up with inflation sometimes you can beat inflation and what's great about it is this ideally can last indefinitely if you have the right stocks if you have the right amount of cash you can keep this going um if you have the excess maybe you can reinvest and now your nest egg's getting bigger and just the compounding interest opportunities of this are so substantial that when you have a nest egg that will never shrink and only grows over time i mean that's the kind of peace of mind where you literally do not have to worry about money because you know your expenses are going to be taken care of and this thing that you have is is growing over time and I don't know it's, it's, a, it's a great goal and it's a great thing to picture and it's a, maybe a little bit abstract but if you can really figure out how the power of dividend growing stocks number one having income from your portfolio, number two, having compounding interest if you can reinvest any additional income, number three, and just maintaining a a portfolio with a lot of money and and having to not... Because the standard path of retirement is that, okay, you save a a bunch of money, and then at the end of it, you're drawing from it every year. So you might have a million dollars, but then you got to spend let's say 50,000 to live for a year. Then you spend another 50,000 to live for another year. And you know over time, your your portfolio is shrinking. And now it's, it's not that you have compounding interest working against you, but your income that you're receiving is becoming smaller and smaller. You're taking out more and more and eventually you're going to run out. So obviously, we can't guarantee anything. Nobody can guarantee how long they're going to live. And I always think you need to have a balance and you need to enjoy life now as you can and financial freedom is a nice thing to look at as a goal. But so you want, you want to have this balance. You want to enjoy life as you can now, but it's always also nice to have this goal and this ideal and something to strive for and something that really, like I said before, can inspire you to better yourself and really pursue superior results in the market and really, pursue this skill set that can make you not only a lot of money in, in the future, but can also paint this picture and this goal for you and give you something to strive for. So, you know, you can go online and there's, there's communities like FIRE. Um, they stand for financial independence, retire early. They really like to focus on hitting that financial freedom point sooner. I don't necessarily care too much about retiring at 50 versus 65. I just kind of look at re- Personally, as this,
0: when it comes to financial advice, you gotta trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before Nerd Wallet, I'd pay for vacations with whatever was in my wallet, but I was missing out on miles I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card worth more miles and more upgrades. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash beginners. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash beginners for your extended 30-day free trial.
2: this kind of financial freedom when it comes, it comes, but I'm going to strive for it as much as I can. And so obviously it's, it's a personal decision for everybody and everybody's going to have their own numbers. They're going to have their own percentages. You know, if, if you can really lock down on your expenses, then that can make that 25 X goal a lot, substantially, actually substantially smaller than, you know, than if you were to live some sort of extravagant lifestyle so again there's a balance and it's a personal decision for everybody and maybe dave we can talk about maybe some basic strategies you can take to pursue financial freedom in the best way but again it's going to be personal the numbers are gonna be different for everybody but if we can paint this picture of financial freedom and really again figure out what that means for you if that means going golfing every day, if it means hitting the gym six times a week, if it means pursuing hobbies up and down your day, if it means just lounging around every day, or if it just means going on little mini vacations and becoming a nomad, however you please, whatever that picture looks like for you, it's important to establish it and then understand how it can work. And then once you understand the how it can work, then let's work on actionable steps that we can take to pursue that. And so let's go there next.
1: Hey, you, what's the best way to get started in the market? Download Andrew's free ebook at stockmarketpdf.com. You won't regret it.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds great. You you know, and yes, I do like to talk about dividends as much as you do. I think they're a a fantastic, you know, investment vehicle and they're a great way to build your wealth. And we've talked more, we've talked many times about compounding and, You know, Albert Einstein, very, very smart guy, you know, considered it the eighth wonder of the world. And, you know, I just wish that they taught, you know, the importance of compounding in school. I wish I had learned it as a younger man. It would have greatly influenced my life up until this point. I learned it much later in life, which is unfortunate, but I'm still trying to, you know, capture some of the benefits and, you know, I guess, you know, the the greatness of how awesome that you know interest can be, and I agree with what you're saying about the you know investing for early you know for early retirement. I, I'm not so much interested in that, and I, I think of this a little bit like when you work out. You know, when people are exercising and they have a goal of losing weight. You know, you set a goal and you decide I want to lose twenty pounds, thirty pounds, fifty pounds, whatever it may be. I had a trainer once at the, at the Y quite a few years ago. And I was killing myself. I was literally living off of, you know, rice and chicken. And that's all I was eating basically every day. And, you know, eating once a day, working out twice a day. I was running 10 miles a day. I was, you know, I was great shape. I lost a ton of weight. But I, after about six months, I was burnt out. I was just sick of it. And I was complaining to the instructor about it. And he said, well, dude, he said, take a day and eat a pizza. It's not going to kill you. You know, it's, it's okay to have a donut once in a while. It's not going to hurt you. He said, "What hurts you is you eat them every day. But if you have it once in a while as a treat for yourself for working out, then go for it." And I guess it's kind of the same thing. I think when I'm trying to think about saving money for retirement, is I have a goal, I have a set discipline, you know, of how much money I want to save. But I'm not going to kill myself to you know get to that goal and you know basically be miserable for 30 or 40 years to get to that point. I, I kind of fall in the same thoughts that you do, Andrew. Is, you know, I want to enjoy my life while I'm. I'm doing this, but, you know, I have a number I'm looking for, you know, when you're looking at, at trying to save money, it really comes down to setting a budget. and That's the first thing that you have to do when you're doing this is you have to sit down and figure out how much can I afford? You know, what can I afford to set aside to start saving money to start investing for my future? And everybody's is going to be different, you know, and even people that make a lot of money, you know, as working in a bank, I've seen plenty of people that are making, you know, high six figures between both parents and they're, you know, strapped to the gills and they don't have enough money to send their kids to college and they have to borrow money to do that. And you would think that, you know, if they're making half a million between the two of them, that they'd be sitting pretty, but they weren't, you know, they had a lot of debt and a lot of overhead. And, you know, it, it can happen to the best of us. So whether you're making 20000 a year or 200000 a year, you know, you you have to figure out a budget. You have to sit down and go, okay, this is how much I make. These are the bills I have going out, and what do I have left over? What do I want to do with that? And one of the things that I try to do in my own personal life is is I try to take that money out as one of my first bills. Obviously, I have to pay my mortgage, and I have to pay for my insurance. But I also make it a priority to pay for myself for my investing. And so that's one of the things that I try to do to help my financial independence because my goal is to try to live off of my retirement. And I don't mean by having, you know, taking, you know, I want to live off the dividends, like Andrew was saying. I want to live off the income that my investing has created for me so that I can enjoy what I want to do. You know, I don't have any grand goals of, you know, buying a yacht and sailing the world. You know, I'd like to you know, go to every baseball stadium in the world, you know, in the United States anyway. <laughs> and you know, and, yeah, I know. Maybe we could do it together. You know, but, um, you know, I just, you know, I'm I'm a modest guy. I have modest things that I want to do, you know, before I kick the bucket, like we all will. But, uh, you know, I just, you know, that's that's kind of where I'm coming from, and I think. You know the first thing again to reiterate is to sit down and set a budget, and you know the best way to do that is is to sit down and do it in a pen to paper, or if you're like Andrew and you're a Excel spreadsheet you know nut, then you sit down with Excel and you just create a spreadsheet with all your income and with all your debts and all the bills that you have to pay, and you figure out what that money is, and then you start investing it. It's just it's that simple, you know. But it just takes a little bit of discipline to sit down and do it, and I think that's where people kind of go wrong is they go, oh, I'll just take the money here and I'll take the money here. And it's just like everything else. You got to have a plan and you got to sit down and do it. And, you know, there's no set right or wrong answer of way to do a budget. There's gazillion different apps and tools that you can use you can use pen and paper you can use expel spreadsheet you know i went through a phase myself where i found about 75 different iphone apps that you can use for budgeting so there's all kinds of great tools your bank have budgeting tools now so i mean there's lots of great tools that you can use to do all this stuff and i think those are the first important things that you need to do with all that
2: yeah i completely agree uh you've basically covered it perfectly so i don't have too much to add i'll just say that I've really liked to do lately is to automate almost everything when it comes to bills. I have that spreadsheet like you said. As I have spreadsheets for a lot of things. And I'll shout out to Matt Becker, who I interviewed years ago. But um he, he made a really great point where you you really just want to automate things as as best as you can and that really frees up your time to really focus on other things and once you have that all set up and you can do this with money you're saving for retirement or investing as well you just automatically set up a transfer to to go into your account and you're paying yourself first and you won't get to that point where you run out of money and don't have anything left for stocks in the stock market so i also do that and again i do it with the e leather, kind of like starting to see a theme here, right? I, I do what what we like to talk about. And it works really well for me. And I really like it. And I think, uh, again, it's it's a personal thing and whatever you want to do. But yes, it's very important to, to have a budget, some sort of a budget, understand where your expenses are going. And that's really how you're going to be able to make a difference. And I mean, that's a book uh, that I really enjoy was called The Millionaire Next Door. And it talked about how just like Dave was saying, a lot of people will make these six-figure incomes, but they don't figure out exactly how finances work. And there's actually people who make far less than what these six-figure doctors, lawyers, all the all the people you see driving the BMWs and the Audis and, you know, your stereotypical McMansion and all of that, when actually it turned out that people making half of that or a quarter of that but were financially savvy ended up being the millionaires and he did a study he interviewed a lot of people it was it was quite interesting and it really comes down to what we're talking about here of first set a budget make sure you have positive cash flow every week and then from there you know if, if you want to be a little bit more aggressive than conservative then listen to our podcast and if you want to try to get even better results then pick up that skill set to to learn about this, this crazy thing we call value investing and a way to select stocks and get that nice synergy of value investing and dividend-growing stocks and investing in stocks that have a margin of safety, that are lower risk, and they have that margin of safety with an emphasis on safety. And then obviously everything we've talked about in previous episodes – where you want to make sure your dollar cost averaging, putting money into the market every single month. That way you're not constrained to trying to jump in and out of the market as it goes up and down. You're just just like that tortoise, just slowly pl- plodding along. Doesn't have to be much. I mean, the e-leather portfolio, we only do 150 a, a month that I do in my own personal account. And sure enough, over time, it, you, we can see it growing and it's starting. You know, when you when you start this compounding interest curve, if if any of the math geeks are out there, you'll know that it it starts out real slow and then it starts to creep up and then and then it really shoots up there at the end. So I mean we can see it. I've been running the e leather since twenty fourteen and if you're the graph out how the money's you know how the money is, is accumulating compared to how it would be not accumulate I mean accumulate but with no interest sitting under a pillow you can start to see it starting to diverge already in in such a short period of time so really just understand those basic things get the budget down do dollar cost averaging and that's honestly is the next step and that's why we talk about your path to financial freedom because just like Dave said there's all these different tools and you can make it as complicated or as simple as you want you can go to the extreme you can go to you know the communities that talk about frugality you can i don't know reuse diapers i've heard of that before However, whatever makes sense to you you can keep it simple like i do with a spreadsheet and automation and then that's your first step that's number one then the second step is to make sure you're doing the dollar cost averaging and and setting aside enough money and putting it into the stock market over time. And then that third final step is pretty much everything else we cover on the podcast. And that's really figuring out how much of a responsibility and how much of active management you want to maintain on your own portfolio, understanding what the different strategies are as, as that you can use to to pick different stocks as we've talked about in the previous episode. And from there just figuring out what's the best strategy for us as people who want lower risk, people who want higher returns and people who can understand the logic behind understanding that the market's filled with people who are very, very emotional and who will overprice and be over optimistic during a bull market. And they will be, you know, they will underprice and be very pessimistic during a bear market and trying to take those basic concepts and apply them as we pick stocks and so that really takes you along this journey of trying to find financial freedom and if you can you know obviously if you're still in step one figure that out first and then once you get to if you're stuck on step two figure out what you're doing wrong and diagnose that and then once you're in step three then we think that's really a great place and then step four is i guess enjoy it right so I mean, that's, that's the path and that's what, that's how I see it. And that's how I live my life. And that's how, when I first started out, I mean, I didn't have it all figured out, but it was something that I eventually figured out as I stumbled along. And now that I kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel, if that's light at all, you know, but I have this goal and I have something that I'm working towards and it feels really good regardless of what the result is. And I think it's always important to have a goal and that's what hopefully you'll have after listening to this episode
0: amen brother that was very well said and i think that really kind of captures what we're trying to do with this podcast so i think we're going to go ahead and uh, without any further ado we're going to call it a night so thank you guys very much for joining us tonight we had a great time talking to you and please give us a review on itunes we want to know how we're doing we also would love to have some more guests on the show we love talking to people and we love helping them. You know, Our goal here is to try to help everybody invest with a margin of safety, with the emphasis on safety. And we're also also looking to try to help people save more money. So if you have any questions you'd like to talk to us about, please come on the show and we'd love to have you chat a little bit with us. So without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and say adios. So have a great week and we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.
1: We hope you enjoyed this content. Seven Steps to Understanding the Stock Market shows you precisely how to break down the numbers in an engaging and readable way with real-life examples. Get access today at stockmarketpdf.com. Until next time, have a prosperous day. The information contained is for general information and educational purposes only. It is not intended for a substitute for legal, commercial, and/or financial advice from a licensed professional. Review our full disclaimer at einvestingforbeginners.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.